Blog Talk Radio. Caller number one. You rock it with your boy Fat Cat on the Fat Cat Show, so what's cracking? Ain't no party like a fat cat party, cause a fat cat party don't stop. You never catch me sleeping, man, because I'm reaching the top. And if I gotta sacrifice, I put some hip in my hop. Ain't no party like a fat cat party, and a fat cat party they blow. You know how it is, get on your mark, set, go. Let it do what they do, you on the fat cat show, yep. This show's fanatical, so spell it with a capital, cause half of you was laughable, no have me coming after you. Mm. You know exactly what a Mac can do, a legend like Mac can do, I'ma name this Fat Cat Avenue. Man, you gotta be honest, you need to talk it out, cause if you hate and keep stepping, you need to walk it out. Man, damn, what the fuss is all about? Mean Queen, Fat Cat, they be showing out. Are they real, man? Are these niggas holding out? Make sure the middle finger hits the colon. Cause haters, they never win, man, they they never do. Raising hell so the devil never go to heaven too. First off, second two, I could never do. Nephew, you think I'm sorry cause I left you? Down for making revenue. One thing I know, you tuning in to the Fat Cat Show, yeah. Ain't no party like a Fat Cat party cause a Fat Cat party don't stop. You never catch me sleeping, man, because I'm reaching the top. And if I gotta sacrifice, I put some hip in my hop. Ain't no party like a Fat Cat party at a Fat Cat party, they blow. You know how it is, get on your mark, set, go. Let it do what they do, you on the Fat Cat Show, yep. Yo, 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 what's cracking? You rocking with your boy, the sinister minister, the thinking deacon, the rabbi Raymond Noodle, the chaplain of fried chicken's last rice, that's Fat Cat, and I'm rocking here with my dog, Ruth. Y'all know who it is, that's T, satellite, bills, what's cracking, baby? What's cracking, what's cracking? Man, you sound like, sound like you had a rough night at Menjo's last night, I don't know what's but anyway, man, uh, what's up with everybody out there? You know, uh, welcome to the Fat Cat Show. There's uh, tuning in with us, but uh, uh, we're gonna have a pretty good show today. Uh, I- I'm trying to think what's what's on uh, our menu today. Um, that that was kind of like troubling me this morning. You see, in July. Uh, car insurance is going up twenty eight dollars, oh, and in a minute oh. we ain't gonna be able to afford it. We can't afford to drive now, but they making it right. That's what I was gonna say. You can't afford it now. Um, yeah. Every election that comes along, they 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 yeah. come up with the same bullcrap saying they gonna lower it, lower the um, insurance. Never happens. Yeah, it never happens. That's what I, I don't I don't understand it. And for us to be the only uh, state. That has to pay for uh, our medical coverage through our insurance is is, is just mind boggling stuff, and they wonder why people are are leaving Michigan because it's too expensive to live here. They wondering why people just leaving. I, I, well, I don't know. The, the census numbers are so messed up because who are getting out of state driver's license so they can get the insurance out of state. Right. You cannot afford the insurance here, and that messes up the census, messes up the election, 
Because right. if you don't have a Mich- uh, Michigan's driver's license, you can't vote. Right, right. Dang, that that is something though. But it, it it's just it it boggles me for one because it's already expensive as hell to to drive. I know New York is expensive too, but here, man, you know, uh, they don't they don't fix the potholes. The roads are terrible. You're constantly tearing up your car every time you drive. Then you got some high insurance, high insurance, and they always coming up with some reason to go up on the rate, you know, go up on the rate. It don't even matter that uh, cheap drivers discount from State Farm and all that. All that stuff don't even don't even matter no no more because they, they keep going up on something. Keep It's always something. Somebody breathes wrong in the car. They, uh, we got to go up on the insurance. So, you know, it's always something, but, you know. It is what it is, though. But anyway, man, I wanna I wanna get into something. I saw some some stuff on the news uh, about uh, I don't know uh, your boy Chief Chief uh, James Craig. You uh you paid attention what happened to him? Well, well I didn't hear. Uh, well, what happened to him was that he every it's an activist in Detroit. I forgot the lady's name. But they always give out Sambo Awards. So they made him a recipient of the Sambo Award of the year. And uh, he wasn't too too thrilled uh, by the award. And, uh, it, well, we got a video here. Let's check out this video and we're going to comment. The so-called Sambo Awards were given out at a dinner hosted by the Call Em Out Coalition, a controversial group with a leader who has a controversial past. It wasn't just Chief Craig who received the award. DWSD Director Gary Brown also got one. Let's bring in Germont, Terry. Uh, Germont, this is a largely African-American organization giving out an award that has a deeply racist connotation affixed to it. Yes, Devin, and the objective of this group is to, quote, call people out, people who they believe are not advancing blacks in this city of Detroit. Now, this she's firing right back. Referring to someone as a sample is counterproductive, and I'm just not going to be quiet about it. An upset Chief James Craig lashes back after a grassroots activist group gives him the unwanted honor of what's called the Sambo Award. The organization is led by Agnes Hitchcock. Hitchcock made news in the early 2000s for throwing grapes at a school board member as the board voted to shut down schools in Detroit. Last week, the coalition held a dinner where it deliberately presented awards of dishonor to Detroit public leaders. Chief Craig, this year's recipient. It's hurtful. It's insensitive. Someone who is a police chief for all people. And so it's not flattering. The coalition said it felt the need to give the chief the title for his lack of diversity on the force. We work extremely hard in this police department to recruit Detroiters, African-Americans, and so we've done many things. Uh, But these same folks making these derogatory remarks uh, haven't offered any assistance. The chief not missing words saying just because a black organization used the word Sambo, it doesn't make it less racist. Adding when two white officers were fired for a racially insensitive Snapchat post, blacks in the community called it racist, and the same applies here. If it's not right for another race to refer to African-Americans as a sample, what gives them the right and the past to think that's okay? 
Now, this is not the first year that the group handed out the so-called Sambo Awards, but it is the first that the chief was aware that he was on the list. He also adds that any city leader that has this dishonor placed upon their name should be just as outraged as he is today. Reporting live in downtown, Jermont Terry, Local 4. Yo, uh, what's, what's your take on that, man? Do you do you think uh, James Craig deserves something of that that honor, or what do you think about uh, black black yeah, other black? I don't think yeah, I don't think black people should call each other sambos, niggas, none of that. That's how I feel about it. You gonna use a word that they use to um, to disrespect us, us to another black person? You got to be out of your man. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think I think uh I said this on a post a while ago. I said if you if you're ridiculing other blacks because they don't take a, a similar stance to what you take, you become an oppressor also. So I, I just I think you know, could could more I think in his position, especially as chief, the chief a police is a pawn. He really can't. He really don't have that much power to do nothing because he still answers to the mayor. Because as you see, what was that? Uh, 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 chief Warren Evans when he was a uh, police chief, he kind of like was was venturing out trying to do things of his own, and you seen what it got him because he was when he came in, he came in like block gangbusters. He was. Raiding drug houses and 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 it's like he was really like he gave a care like he really wanted to try to clean Detroit up and then under Mayor Bean they didn't they didn't too much like that and uh and he he got salt he the he got saw the door and now you know everybody that came after him you know it just seemed like uh, they didn't have the same passion or or somebody gave them that speech look y'all need to hey slow it down or something. I I don't know, but it it just I I don't feel that I don't feel that uh uh we should call each other derogatory names. I think but I do think uh Detroit black politics is is real dirty and corrupt. There's a lot of nepotism going on. I don't see nothing wrong with nepotism, but but when it when it gets in the way of uh uh, strong businesses because you know uh, whites do every other race is involved in nepotism as far as hooking their relatives and all of that up. I, I don't see nothing wrong with that, but but when when it's just uh, blatant and you and you kind of like oppressing somebody else with with what you do, you know, just because I hear people say this too when we when we talk about just like with the Jesse uh, Smollett thing. And uh, they was like, you know, I'm glad he he got off because all white people get off with stuff too, you know. Even though his, you know, if it was me or you and we lied and we made a false police report, we don't have money behind us or nothing like that. Man, they throw the book at us, and and for some reason, you know, he well, it ain't no reason. But one, I just I just think that. Uh, uh, gay is the, is is like a white privilege. I think gay is a white privilege. But, like, but you you know what's so crazy about that entire situation? Um, they was trying to get that man forty something years, 
in prison. For real? Um, yeah, they was trying to give him 47 um, years. They, he had like 16 counts on him. Um, you have white officers being filmed, film video, killing a black person. Won't do a right. day in jail. Right. But then you got the same, you get the same black people that sit back and say, I can't believe he got off. Okay, take keep that same um, energy and that same anger when it comes to them killing us, taking our lives. Are you talking about a man that beat himself up? <laughs> you talking about a man that beat himself up? He gonna he gonna get life in prison? They're trying to get that that boy life in prison. Then you got white cops that kill black uh, black um, black young people. They won't do a day in prison. And, and the outrage is nowhere. You can go on your social media and see the silly, goofy stuff that people say. And I, right. some of the same people that never show any outrage where the cops get off scot-free. Well, well yeah, I, I agree with let me Let me ask you, let me ask you this. And I, I know we kind of like ventured off a little bit, but let me ask you this. Do you think, would you justify, uh, you know, because some of us, we have the tendency of uh, justifying when when another African-American does a crime, some type of crime, let's say, uh, not to the, the small degree of what uh, Jesse did, but just say if, if a, a white guy murdered, murdered and got off and then uh, a black guy come around and he murdered, he murdered and uh, got off or so, and then they'd be like, so he, uh, uh, the white guy got away with it too, but and, and try to justify the crime that was committed. What do you think about that, them, them type of no, situation? I, I, I think wrong is wrong, but I think yeah. we are harsher on each other, and we yeah. let people do anything they want to us. You know, right. if you're, somebody can kill us or commit a crime against us, and it's no, it's no, no one, no one's outraged, no one's mad about what's going on, you know. When it when it happens to when they do it to us, right. I, I just want people to keep that same energy, that same intensity, that you will have against your own people with the other people too, that do yeah. stuff to us. Right. They see, don't have it. They don't have it. See, I I think my my whole thing too, is personally. I, I think uh, James Craig's hands are tied, tied as far as whatever these this little group is uh, is giving him that that little award about. And um, but I think it's a lot more powerful people, uh, African Americans in Detroit, that we should be talking about in general, that that des- that pro- deserves. You know, to be called out more than than just James Craig. We got some, we got some powerful black leaders in Detroit, and really nobody is really saying nothing about them. You know, for for whatever reason, because you know, because the sad part is, who is the true sellout? Who is the true sellout? Like if if just say, uh, you're your uh, favorite like politician, like I just throw Spivey up in there, uh, Councilman Spivey. 
and he just say, you know, he in there not doing nothing, but just because he do he doing for you, you don't call him out, you don't say nothing. So do that make you a sell more of a sellout? Should you be called a sambo? Should you get that award also? That's that, that's just a question. And uh, anybody that's listening and want to call in, that that number is six four six five six four nine seven two eight. Press one if you want to comment. I'm just saying because a wrong is wrong. Whether whether that person whether that person is doing for you or not, but if you know he's not addressing uh, the black community as a whole and you benefiting from it, you worse you worse for the uh, community as you know. As a white person that don't give a damn either, it's just what, what do you think? I don't know. I, I'm talking about my brain just completely cuts it off when I hear other black people talking crazy like that. <laughs> I, I'm talking about we, we, we've got a history of you know white people saying you know racist remarks about us like. You monkey, um, we lazy, black people mm. stupid, and all that other stuff. You know, you, you have black people adopting the same crazy rhetoric that you've been hearing for years. I'm talking about it's it's, it's disheartening. Yeah, it it is, it is, it is. That's why, you know, we got we got a lot of displaced anger, but it was always. It was always like that, even do, during slavery time. You know, we that that crab in a bucket uh, effect. You know, and it, I don't know, and not not that I'm condoning uh, anything like that. Up, oh, I look like I lost satellite, but uh, but not that I'm condoning anything by that. But it it just seemed like we got this this crab in a bucket type effect where where uh, we don't want to see each other advance, or if we feel like somebody has a uh, a stronger advantage than we do, then uh, we we tend to want to pull that person down. And uh, I, I don't justify anything. You know, wrong is wrong. Uh, wait a minute. Uh, um, my trusty partner came back. Uh, okay, there you go. There you go. So, um, but anyway, like, like I said, uh, we gonna we gonna get off that. We gonna. We're going to get into this um, next topic before we go into our major uh, topic. And um, I got this video. you probably seen it or or not. And uh, it's on Chinese food. Uh, and it was this, this restaurant. I don't know if this person was joking or what. Me and my wife was kind of debating on uh, whether this was a joke or not. But uh, uh, just check the video out. We're going to uh, comment on it now. Hello. What? I'm here to speak in private. Hello? So, I have a problem. I was told my order was going to take 20 minutes, and none of the size, none of the things I wanted was going to be available. Here, there's the receipt. I've been here since 5.15. I paid over $40 for my meal, but I've been here almost an hour. And then I was told I couldn't be compensated because... There was none of the stuff you that I wanted. You Again, let me let me just let me explain to you like you two. I was told twenty minutes. I've been here an hour. Okay. So sixty minutes, twenty minutes. What's the difference? Forty. Okay. So you just 
You have really hard to just Hot, baby girl, I've been at work for 14 yes. hours. I just came to get a meal. Y'all didn't answer the phone when I started calling at 4.30. I started calling here at 4.30. I drove okay. all the way here, hoping that my meal would okay, be prepared. So what, what, what do you want? My meal discounted. That's all I asked. Y'all don't got the side okay, that I wanted. Uh, nothing. Want, want I'm eating macaroni and cheese. I don't eat macaroni and cheese. Y'all don't got no cabbage. Y'all don't got no collard greens. Y'all don't got nothing. I had to substitute everything. Okay, I, I cannot give you a discount. You want to leave the whole thing here? Or? So you, are you expect me now to be here over an hour? No, I'm down there an hour. Okay. And then say, give it back? Hey, the price morning. Dude, did you see that kitchen? Yeah. Uh, and, and you know what? You know what the sad part? The sad part is I used to... I used to love Chinese food. I used to love getting Chinese food. And uh and I remember a long time ago my grandfather was like, Man, you eating dog. And and I and I um and I was like, What? I said and I and I you know, back then I didn't, you know, really pay attention to it, but he was just like, you know you eating dog, you know, and then come to think about the stories that that uh, most of them had when they was in overseas, and I remember this. Vet uh, uh, was telling me about uh, who was who was that? Some veteran. He said he went overseas, and he said they were they were on the side of the road, and they were like barbecuing, and um, and, and these were like uh, I know it's a different group, but Vietnamese people, and he said. Uh, and he he was he had some meat. They gave him some meat, and he got to eating it. He, he said he got to eating it, and he said then he then he looked he kept happened to look down at a crate near, near him, and they had a whole crate full of rats in it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is it is it's like like damn. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I was like my favorite meal at a Chinese was general chicken. But then when I started really, like, paying attention to to what people were saying about it, and then I started watching these videos coming across Facebook, and then one time I got something in my meal that looked like a, a, a paw, and and it just, it turned, I went and got my refund, and, I, and I, that was the last time I ever touched Chinese food. Did, did, you, oh. did, you, ever, did you ever like Chinese food? I did. I it's like an older Chinese food. I guess the MSG, whatever it was in it, started making my head hurt a little bit. So I, I, start, I had to stop eating Chinese food too. Yeah, man. Cause and then when they when they was having that, you remember that that when they had something about that dog fest when they was killing all them dogs and they kept people kept posting it on Facebook. That really brought like some attention. To me, and they was just killing and slicing these dogs up and cooking them and and all of that, and I was like, damn, you know. And it was a shame for me because, man, I really love Chinese food. But my grandfather said that a long time ago, like, like man, he said you eating dogs, you know. And I was like, hey, you know, I I, I can't, I can no longer deal with that one though. But anybody, uh that's listening and you want to call in and comment on any of the uh, topics that we brought up, 
That number is 646-564-9728. Press 1 if you want to comment. Um, so anything else? You got anything else on this? or, or till we go? I, I think that man was I think that man was done as hell because he should have just got his money and went somewhere else. Go sit in some place for an hour. How about you want a discount? Is he that? <laughs> but you know what? You know what though? The Sambo, he needs a Sambo award. <laughs> you know what? The the minute I saw that kitchen, what was what made me think it was a joke? Because if I had seen. If my food came out of that kitchen, the ladies, the ladies' dog on gloves was dirty. Every every the kitchen floor, the door was dripping dirt and everything. That would have just did it for me right off the bat. I would have called the health department. Yeah, <laughs> they feel they they just feel like they can do black people any kind of way. Nobody's gonna complain. Right, man, right there at Grandland or uh, right off Grand River. It's a Chinese place, man. I'm talking about it smells like a dead body is coming from the restaurant. Okay, man, people that joint and get food, they got to be crazy. Right. Right. It, it is crazy, but but some but people you know, they they not, not a, well, I ain't going to say they're not aware, but they just don't care. We... Like you said, we'll we'll spend our dollars we'll spend our dollars with anybody treat us wrong, especially the Arab brothers. They do us they do us all kinds of ways, you know, uh t- talking their language, disrespecting us while we in the stores, uh putting rotten products on on the um on the shelves and you know, anything. They can get away like you said, we the most we're the most forgiving people ever. You know, yeah, man. Look, look, look. Uh, something on that connection. Do I sound funny to you? A little bit. Oh, what's going on? Okay, now you now you sound all right. Uh, well, go ahead, man. Yeah, I, um, yesterday I stopped at a soul food place. You know, to get some fish and some shrimp. And some greens. Do you know there was nothing but Arabs inside of it? In, in the middle of a black neighborhood, not one black per- person working there. Man, I walk right on. I don't, I don't play that. You know, it, it, it's funny too because remember when back in the day, when when anything when the building had anything like soul food on it. You knew it was black, but now you like you like dog. You know, are are you serious? Are you serious? You got other cultures getting into the soul food now, which is which is crazy to me. So, but, but anyway, man, I'm I'm not going. I'm. Do you have radio behind you or something? Uh uh-uh. uh. You hear something? Yeah, I'm hearing feedback. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot of little feedback on your end, but, uh, like when you kind of speak sometimes. But uh, other than that, we 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 are right. But uh, but anyway, man, we gonna we gonna get into uh, our topic for the day. Yeah, cause uh, 
I, w- I was hoping we had some uh, some callers in for 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 today, but I, everybody looking kind of lax. So, but anyway, our topic for today is: you have to lie sometimes to get over. You swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. We always get the desired result. We all know that lying has its negative. It has positive results. Do all people lie to a certain degree to be aware and Is this bad or clever strategy? Is lying about yourself an indicator of your unhappiness about yourself? Do you have to lie to get over uh, what, what do you think, man? I think lying is healthy. How? Because, you know, you don't want to hurt people feeling so you, you just... I, 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 th- I think I think to a, I, I hear what you're saying in that degree, I, I, you know, because uh, it was always told, told that if you don't have nothing good to say, don't say anything at all. And sometimes... Sometimes if you tell the truth, you know, you know, you in that instance, if you tell the truth, then it'll bring more drama than than what you want. So sometimes, so on that occasion, I I give uh, telling a lie, you know, the thumbs up. But uh, what about uh, lying about, you know, well, this too, when you uh. Going for a job interview. What about what about that? Yeah, uh, I think he. I think I lost my partner. Uh, well, I, I I don't. Well, don't get me wrong. I don't condone. I don't condone lying. But it's it's just that I. I think here we go. Okay, there you go. You lose. You. you Dropping a lot, so it must be something wrong with your connection. Nah, I, so, I, talk, so did, I talk. I talk. I talk to you. Did, did you? Did you? Uh, did you uh, hear my last question? Yeah, I heard. What? What are you? What do you think? Lying at a church. Oh. You're breaking up. Lying at a job interview. Hello? Yeah. Hello? What about lying at a job? Yeah, I can hear you. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. We got got a real serious bad connection. Okay, what about lying at a job interview? Of course. That's the American way. <laughs> Have you ever lied at one? Many, many times. I think if I, if I, if I put it. Go ahead. I think um, if I would have told the truth, I wouldn't have done it job. What's the most extreme lie you tell uh, at a job interview? Um, 
50, brother. I think I was like 19 years old. And they asked me, um, why do you want to work at home? And I said, I enjoy helping and taking care of people. And that was a lot. <laughs> you know, and uh, and this for anybody listen. What is the most what is the most extreme lie you told on a, a job interview? If you listen, you could uh, write it in the comments, or you could call the show at uh, six four six five six four nine eight. Press one if you want to comment. I know somebody out there got a hell of a story to uh, to tell. Uh, I'm trying to think uh, of some extreme things. I, I don't think I ever told anything extreme. It, it, you know, extreme to ever get a job. Except when, at the time when they asked me, asked me, have I ever smoked weed? Oh. You know, back then they asked me, have, have I ever smoked it? And I was no. I'm a, you know, back then, I'm a Christian. I don't do, I don't do them type things. You know, I did, that's to the extent what I did. I, I know somebody, I ain't going to put them out here. <laughs> but he uh, he lied about his uh, his background, his, you know, being in prison. Because he got locked up years, years ago. And uh, like they wasn't gonna dig it up and find it, and find it anyway. And they gave him a job, but they ended up firing him a week later when they dug deep, you know, behind it. So, do you think? Do you think uh, certain certain jobs that jobs should be able to disqualify you uh, because you? Let's say, are a felon. Hello? 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 Man, we having a bad connection. A bad little connection. But uh, anybody out there listening, I'm just wondering, do you think that, that it's fair that jobs to disqualify certain people because they've been locked up before. Because I, I've seen uh, situations where where a person might have went to jail, and they came out a whole totally different person. I know I was working at a plant before, and it was a guy uh, that worked at the plant, and he was and, and he had been locked up for, for a stretch of time, you know, and uh, he ended up being a, 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 a good guy. You know, he ended up really turning his life around. And he became like a mediator, uh, like a crew leader to most of the guys um, that was out there on the dock, you know. And because some people get, people can turn their lives around. Everybody ain't, ain't perfect, you know. But I, I just think that it shouldn't uh, – you know, it shouldn't discrim- they shouldn't discriminate as far as spelling. Now, it depends on what they... Of course, I wouldn't uh, hire a thief to work in a bank. Ain't nothing like that. You also got to be careful, you know. Uh, you know, you wouldn't have to work with kids or, or anything like that. So you have to be 
have to be real careful of who you hire and stuff like that. Sound like you there? I'm here. Okay. So, uh, did you hear my question? Yeah, I heard it. Um, rehabilitation for ex-prisoners. Like you said, it depends on what you went to prison for. I mean, what you, uh, yeah, what you went to prison for. No, I don't trust a thief. Molester? Oh, no, you get no second chance to be around. Right, right, right. A murder, a murder, a killer, you can rehabilitate a murderer and a killer before you can rehabilitate a thief. Oklahoma states, right? 
and they be coming door to door sometimes. And sometimes I might I might grab some, you know, some for them if they got decent deals and something like that. And other times I'll be like, you know, nah, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, this guy came up to the door, a white guy. He knocked on the door and he like, uh, he like, uh, I got a deal on these steaks, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I told him, I said, nah, I said, nah, you got to catch me another time. You know, I ain't, I ain't got no loot on me, this and this and that. So uh, would you have got offended because he said, well, we, we, we take bridge cards too. And I said, dude, I don't get bridge cards. What made you think I get bridge cards? Would you have got offended? Of course. And I, I, I'm like, you just automatically assume that I get bridge cards. Maybe you look like you get a bridge card. You know what? I was going. I was. I was about to say. <laughs> I was about to say something about you, but I'm about to change. Back to it. I, I just, you know, people say honesty is the best policy and, and, and all kinds of things, you know, all kinds of things. But like I said, I think you have to, you, you can't be honest all the time. And it's just like, you know, just to keep drama down. Like you said, you know, you know, even if you just say your woman might ask you certain things, and you, and you know, you know how she feel about certain things, and you, and you might not be be as truthful. The same to her, say to her with you, huh? I said right. So, you know, she said, like her, I'm asking you. Uh, you put a condom on, you be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you signed up. Well, anybody else out there that that uh, that ever lied about something crucial? I'm I'm wondering. Anybody ever lied about anything crucial out there? That number is six four six five six four nine seven. Two eight, and I, I try, but I I do I try to be I try to be as honest as possible, you know, you know. Sometimes I do have situations that that I might, you know, if people come to me with certain things and things, and 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 I know it's gonna be crucial for them to accept. You know, I might lie, you know, a little lie, almost like, you know, remember in, 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 uh, in, in Baby Boy, uh, when Tyrese broke that down, it was funny, he broke it down, like, you know, I lied to you because I love you, you know, I lied to you because I love you, because if I told you the truth, you really couldn't have it, and that's how, you know, for, for most people, you know, they, they kind of stick to their Christmas. And why, you know, we, I think we did a show a couple of, I, I think last year or something, we were talking about, you know, as far as if you if you caught your best friend's man or, or girl cheating, would you tell them? And a lot of people were like, no, they wouldn't tell them. 
you know, they're they're lying about it. Like they didn't they didn't see. But I know I am. <laughs> None of my business. None of my business. I feel I see nothing. I don't care if it's one of my brothers. I do not care. Are you serious? I'm serious. You wouldn't tell your brother? Nope. You would let every every man know what kind of woman he gets. What what could I tell you that you didn't know already? You know. You might be right, but what if they really truly didn't know? Well, it's up to him to find I'm not going to get it. If you had a woman and I seen her out, I, I would tell you. Hey. You can tell me. I, I'm not the type of guy to tell. Oh, he laughs at me. First thing I ask myself is, why would he have to laugh at me? So I don't hear a woman. Sit back and lie on me, like, oh, I saw him with some girl. Like, why she like? That? <laughs> I, I just, I, I don't know, man. That, that's just, I know it's, it's kind of. I, I, I told one of my friends one day he didn't talk to me for two years. Then again, like you said, you you know you know who you're dealing with. You know you know the type of person. My, my dog was in 
in some trouble like that where he and I used to tell him about dog, you dealing with you dealing with too many females and you bringing them bringing all these females back to the same spot. You don't bring the females to your dude. And, and he he just like ah oh, man I got it under control. And one day he he uh he this girl uh, he was messing with one of the girls he was messing with that came over and she had this look in her face. And I told her I, I said hey you know to smooth it over because she's familiar with me. I said I said hey, hey what's, what's going on? He was like, she was like uh when I see your boy I'm beating I'm beating his ass. And so I said, so I said, whoa, I said, and I had knocked on the door. It was funny, me and her pulled up at the same time. I had knocked on the door, so evidently, evidently he was, uh, he wasn't opening the door for her because he knew she was out there and he thought she was gone. And so I didn't want him to see me and come outside. And so I tried to hurry up and get in my car and uh, drive away, and she had, and so he, he came running out of the, uh, running out of the house when he saw my car, and, and I'm getting ready to leave, and she was waiting on the side of the door for him, and as he came out the door, she stopped him dead in his mouth, and I, and, you know, and, and I, and I, used to, and then, uh, she, she, they were tussling on the porch, and, uh, and she had girls in the car, and they had came out of the car, and they each had, you know, the, the steering wheel club, you know, get ready. And I had to stop them from coming up there or doing them some harm. Like, the stuff of them was sick. So, so, but like I said, it, it's weird, you know, when you hear that, when you hear that about people uh, bringing, you know, Bringing all kinds of drama to they to they crib, they crib. And and another thing, I I, I know I hadn't I hadn't uh, got to talk to you talk to you in a while, but I had a little incident uh, the other day uh, t- t- picking my kids up at school. Let me tell you, how you think you would have handled this? And it's totally off subject. Um, I was I was dropping my kids off. I mean, I was picking my kids up from school, and so the the school is is weird. Uh, like the parking lot, the door that my kids come out is that is that a parking lot? Uh, the this got so the buses are right there are picking them up, so you can't go in there behind the buses and and try to pick your kid up because. You know, you'll be blocking the buses when they lane. So that's that's like, you know, a little for you to do. So we have to park across the street, which which uh, from the school there's a lot of homes over there. So it was real packed. It wasn't no place to park. And this guy where I used to park, uh, this homeowner there, he always he called himself being ignorant. And parking his big pickup truck where nobody can park in front of his house, like either in front of him or back in back up. And so I went and I and I kind of like, you know, I had nowhere else to park, so I had I parked behind him where you know I had a little room and I was blocking a little bit of his drive. 
but I wasn't. But it, it was going to take me less than a minute to just run across the street, grab my gig, and, and go. And so when he see me, seen me do that, he came out, oh, no, you're not going to park block in my driveway. This is, and I said, so I, as a Christian, I said, dude, you know, I apologize, I apologize for that, but I said it ain't going to take me long. I grabbed my kid and I'm, I'm go. So he, he gapping and gapping and gapping. I wasn't paying no attention. So I go, I go scoop my kid, and I'm on my way back. It wasn't even a minute. Uh, and then I, I put my kids in the, crib, in the uh, car. He comes off the porch uh, yelling, like in an aggressive manner, like he... Like you want to do, I said, dude, I said, I'm not about to sit up here and argue with you about it. So I'm getting in the car, I'm leaving your spot. You know, go in the house and have a brand muffin or something and chill out. So this dude, he walk, he walking up like he, like he trying to do something. So I'm sitting up here like, I said, dude, I said, you actually going to sit up here and argue with me about a spot, dude? No, I said, go ahead, dude. I said, I'm not about to sit here and do this. And so he, like, he's still talking. He comes around like he's coming around my car. So that that was just it for me right there. Like, he made me lose it. So now now I'm, I'm telling him, like, what you trying to do? What you want to do? He said, oh, I'm going to call the police. I said, oh, oh, now you pumping your brain. You know, but I know what the ploy was. He was trying to get me to to feed into what you know what he wanted me to do. But what what do you think about that situation, man? Um, if I apologize, if I apologize, and you seen that that it wasn't nowhere else for me to park. And I wasn't even there a minute blocking your space. You wasn't going nowhere. You wasn't doing nothing. And you just feel so this dude this dude took down my license plate, all of that. Right. You know what I'd have did to him? I'd have did to him uh, white people do you when you try to get over. Look straight ahead, don't even catch you. <laughs> I ain't trying to be racist, man. Cousin little but anyway, man, I, I just, you know, I, I just feel like, you know, my kids right now, they kind of, uh, they joke about it now because my son right now, you know, he, he repeated, he repeated what I told him, told the guy. He was, my son came up to me, he said, Daddy. I said, what? He said, what you trying to do? What, what you trying to do? He repeated right after me. And you know me. You know me and you talked about this before. I'm I'm in my 40s. I ain't trying to fight nobody. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm chill. But, but anytime you, when I'm telling you, you know, you see me with my kids. You see me with my kids. You see I'm chilling and I'm trying to be a peacemaker. Dude, chill out. It's only, you know, I'm going to only let you go so far with me. But I, but I'm gonna let you know that it ain't no, you know, ain't no. My heart ain't fucking Kool-Aid. So go on and chill, sit and chill out, cause you know you really don't, you know you really don't want it. So why you, why you even trying to go there? Then you don't even know what type of dude I am. You know, you don't even know the type of dude I am. And you coming out, and I know where you live. I know where you lay your head. 
You don't even know the type of dude I am to even be approaching me about a little spot that didn't even mean nothing. You know? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Man, what you doing over there, man? No, it's just, uh, he got a real bad connection, man. I know. I, I'm hearing it all, all in your way. What's up, uh, Ray? I see you in there. Uh, who else I'm seeing in here? Tammy and Montrez. What's up, y'all? Um, but anyway, man, uh, like I said, it, it's... I, I I try to I try to be even killed about stuff, but like I said, I try to I try to be honest about you know everything. I know you can't be honest about everything, but but for for the most part, I try to you know I don't like liars. I really don't like liars, but I think to a degree, to some extent, everybody is a liar to a certain extent. I think you you know. Uh, most people go by that, uh, you know, uh, lying is sometimes um, self-preserving. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah, lying is sometimes self-preserving, you know, of course. So, uh, but I don't know. But anyway, uh, we're going to... I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Fat Cat Show. And uh, I, I really wanted people to, to time that because I want to hear some interesting stories or facts or, you know, just how people think about this subject. It's a deep one. Like I said, I think, I think everybody is capable of lying, even, you know, even ministers. They're not perfect, you know. You know, but what if you caught your minister lying? What would you What would you say? If you caught your minister lying about something, I say he's a man. I don't believe nothing. <laughs> so anyway, like I said, uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and uh, um, tuning in. Uh, this is what. Okay, Saturday for our, our next show. Hopefully, we, oh, that was uh, hopefully we get some good uh, comments in and uh, people are, are tuning in and, uh, you know, just making shows interesting. Uh, you got anything to settle on? Hello. This dude swiveled out again. You got that uh, Metro PC. Metro PC has crappy type phone. Oh, this is calling me down. Uh, what's up, man? Uh, I got I got you online. So uh, we got forty. 47 minutes, like I said, everybody be safe out there. Uh, if you don't have to go nowhere, don't go nowhere. If you, you know, relax, still relax. Hopefully, uh, the Pistons can pull this game out so we can stay in our playoff hunt. And uh, just chill and relax. We up out of here, y'all. Peace.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.